Welcome back to another episode of Mix and Match Radio. I'm your host. I'm here with Muhammad. Brayden is once again absent, doing God knows what. He's probably on a Ferris wheel right now. Yeah, just about. He's at the Texas State Fair, which for those of you not listening in Texas is, yes, something we actually do have in Texas. <laughs> I went yesterday. It was magical. Magical. Anyway. Not really. It was, it was. There were a lot of people, and it was raining. I mean, it was fun though. I enjoyed it. One of the only reasons people go to the Texas State Fair is for the like excess amounts of fried food. Am I correct? Yeah, I really didn't eat that much though. Hmm, yeah, that's surprising. I mean, I definitely see Texans wanting to get as much fried food as possible. I'm in that boat too. But on the topic of food, we have the most breaking story we could possibly find for this week, and that is related to Taco Bell. What happened, Mohammed? I, I need to know. Catch me up. This is this is big news. Well, for those of you who don't know, Taco Bell is a fast food chain that we have here, <laughs> and um, there are, I want to say, thousands of them across the nation. But in 21 states, the ground beef has been recalled in these establishments due to people finding metal shavings in their food. That's a pretty significant reason to pull back the meat. I mean, if I was eating a taco and I just pulled out some copper and I was just like... nearly half That's nearly half of the states. Like, so I, I wonder how many restaurants that is, you know? It's had to have happened. In a, I mean, they honestly, they probably narrowed it down to what regions certain uh, sellers distribute to. And they probably... You know what I'm saying? They they, uh, yeah. they marked it down and figured it out. Regardless, there had to have been at least a, several encounters where they found this or else they would you wouldn't think that one incident has them pull it back everywhere yeah and it says it was found in the eastern midwest northern southwest and northeast regions of the country so we're safe yeah i want to know who first of all when you find this do you just walk up to the front counter and you're like yeah i found metal in my taco (laughs) Is this like a new seasoning or something that you're putting in the meat? I wonder how big the pieces were, too. God, I hope it wasn't that. Well, I mean, I guess it had to have been decently sized for them to have found it. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like if you're chewing on metal, you would notice anyways, but I don't know. Like, I mean, if I chew something with the wrapper on, I'd notice immediately, but that's not comparable to metal. That's... I just can't believe it. Like, that's actually kind of incredible. I have not eaten a Taco Bell in so long. I haven't really eaten at Taco Bell since high school. Yeah, I, same. I, I'm trying to think if I had any in college. No, I, I, I've gotten like a Baja Blast from there, the uh, Mountain oh, Dew that they only those sell. Are, those are the best. I've gotten one from there since, but I haven't I haven't had Taco Bell since high school. Regardless. Taco Bell was like the spot for me and my friends in high school. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's where we always Doritos went. Locos Tacos are Dude, actually pretty good. the Cool good. Ranch ones are so yeah. good. I See, I'm a fan of the uh, nacho cheese. Those ones were good, too. Nacho cheese is my thing, but... I understand where you're coming from. It's interesting. If you're, I mean, one, I just, I'm assuming what happened with this is maybe they were manufacturing the meat and it was getting ready to be sent off and like a grinder broke or something in the uh, manufacturing process and just ended up in the meat. But, or maybe someone was just sharpening a, like sharpening a knife above the meat, you know, and then there are probably some particles that flew off. Well, I mean, that wouldn't have I know. Effect. I mean, yeah, that'd be... What if? What if just one one week, all of the Taco Bell knives were just Maybe going someone was soldering something around the area. <laughs> Either way, very interesting situation at Taco Bell, which ties into a bigger kind of issue, I guess you could call it, which is how much... How thoroughly can we really trust fast food restaurants with the food we're receiving? Because... Saw a pretty disturbing video over the weekend, but we'll get to that in a second. But we've had the McDonald's scandals where they're like, "Oh, well, their meat's horse meat." And you, what's there's and Chipotle a, had the same thing. Mm-hmm, there's the whole E. coli, yeah, the E. coli thing, and now Taco Bell's bit in the dust. You have people throwing alligators and Wendy's. It's it's a mess. It's everywhere we turn, they're letting us down. Taco Bell just came up with metal in their tacos. I can guarantee you that isn't on the menu. The other day, um. I was on Facebook and I follow one of my old teachers and he posted that he was at a, well, first of all, this is just a bad idea. It's a gas station mixed with a McDonald's. We call it McChevron. Ah, it's the one right by your house, man. The McChev. I honestly don't mind it. Many memories of that McChev. I don't (laughs) mind it until I saw my, what my old teacher posted, but he posted, um, that his wife, his pregnant wife 
found in her sandwich a broken nail, like a full nail uh. in her burger. And these these employees had the audacity to blame them for it and claiming that it oh, was your nail. Yeah, claim, <laughs> claiming that like that they must have placed it there or something. And so what? Uh, why? Why would they have Don't they, the desire to lie to them when they're wanting to eat? Aren't they wearing gloves or su- uh, supposed, supposed to be to, wearing yeah. gloves? Yeah. yeah. God, dude. I don't know how some of these things happen. You would you would hope that a bajillion dollar industry has a little bit more money to maybe supervise their employees and make sure they're doing that kind of thing. I expect that from a from a fast food joint mixed with a gas station. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I cut some <laughs> slack for that because that's wrong on so many levels. Yeah. But... I if as far I, as a standalone restaurant goes, like a Taco Taco Bell is a fairly well renowned eating establishment. It's not something that was just discovered. Yeah, it, was, it has been established for many years now. And if any, if they're going to protect anything, first of all, make sure anything is supposed to be clean. It's the meat, you know. I mean, oh, yeah. it's a taco joint. Ground beef is ninety percent of your pro, of yeah. your produce. And which at that point, I mean, does this place just or did the Taco Bells in these regions just close? Well, they recalled the ground beef, so I'm pretty sure they just had to call in for a new shipment or something. Call in for, I mean, it's got to be a massive all, shipment across like 20, 21 states. Because it was all, it was all probably contaminated. So I'm guessing that the shreddings were originally in the beef when they got it. So it wasn't as they're preparing it; it was, it was placed in there. Yeah, yeah. So it was a manufacturing. It yeah. was something in the factories where they're rolling out all this. Like I said, maybe it was a broken mechanism or something yeah. that just fell into it and disintegrated a little bit and i don't know spraying across 21 states that must have been a huge accident yeah i someone's getting fired like really fast either way have you had any crazy fast food stories trying to think um there have been a few instances where you found like hair in your food and stuff like that but that's that's nothing out of the ordinary i guess but that's the same with me i don't i don't think i've had any abnormal fast food incidents i mean not that i can remember Somebody want, I I've had several joints put mayo on my burger, which is criminal criminal offense. I don't know. I some people like mayonnaise. I am not one of those people. I like you don't you don't prefer mayonnaise on anything. I just mayonnaise in general. I hate really. I hate mayonnaise. I don't mind it. I'm not a huge sauce guy, but as far as, like on my list of sauces that I'll eat, that it's certainly not on there. And then on my list of sauces that I won't eat, it's at the bottom. <laughs> so See, for me, mayonnaise doesn't carry much. I mean, depending on the mayonnaise you get. But most mayonnaise I've had doesn't I, – I can't detect any flavor from it. Mayonnaise is just it an just uncomfortable offer- word to say. I don't know. It offers – Like saying mayonnaise just doesn't sound – Call it mayo. Mayo. Mayonnaise. Call it, I, call no. it mayo. It's not a comfortable word to say. I am not a fan. But it prevents your sandwich from being dry, so I'll take well, that I'll take that sauce. over anything. That's any sauce, though. So I, I see what you're saying there. I just think that that could be just about anything Yeah. as opposed to – only mayo. There's just in a million things that'll be before mayo. My but one it, gripe with McDonald's is they put too much goddamn mayo on my McChickens when I get them. McChickens are a dollar and eight cents. You have complaining about anything on that McChicken is probably yeah unnecessary. You know, maybe it's just too much mayonnaise for me. For other people, it's probably ideal, but I, I sometimes have to wipe the wipe the excess off. Excess mayonnaise. Yeah. Anyways. Going back to fast food mishaps and the lack of public trust in the system <laughs> as far as fast food goes, we have an ex- what I was talking about earlier is we have an exposing video of one of my mortal enemies in the food business, Panera Bread. Why do you hate it so much? Because Panera Bread has always been, first of all, people act like they're eating like the holy food <laughs> when they go to Panera. Yeah. Well, I just think it's overpriced deli meat is all it is. It's yeah. I, I eat a sandwich from Panera bread. And I'm like, yeah, I could have built that myself for yeah. seven less dollars than whatever I paid. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's bad food. I'm just saying it is it's astronomically mediocre. overrated. It's pretty mediocre. And the people who eat there make it seem like they're just, Oh, look how healthy I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a health guru. I'm eating by. The, I just I despise it. See, I used to hate going there when I was younger because my parents would always eat there for breakfast on the weekends, and so whenever we would go there, I just wouldn't have no idea what to get, and so all I would ever ask them to get me was a cookie. Oh, I their have, pastries are pretty good. I have a good example for this actually. And their bagels. I have a pretty good example for this. I'm not gonna name drop who it was, but 
A person from my past used to eat at Panera quite often. This person, I would ask him, well, you know, what are you, what are you getting there that you like so much? His answer that built up Panera to be one of his favorite restaurants was a grilled cheese. That was it. He wouldn't get anything else? He would dip it in tomato sauce or whatever. but that was, Like that, tomato soup? Yeah, tomato soup. That's it. So grilled cheese and tomato soup is all he would get, which is an absurd order to make it seem as if you're getting something that's incredible. It's a grilled cheese. There are there are five year olds out there that can fix themselves a grilled <laughs> cheese and tomatoes. I mean, it. I've never really been a fan of their food other than the soups. And I but, mean, I get I get being a fan of food or whatever, just at, or being a fan of Panera. Like it's not a bad joint to eat at, but it's just generally not as not good as best. people. It's not as good as people have built it up to be. Which is why I was super excited to see the video that exposed them this week of how they make their mac and cheese. See, I I've heard I've heard how they make it before. And I believed it, but just seeing the video made it all the better. So what the video was is it's them pulling out packaged mac and cheese and it's boiling it, boiling the mac and cheese still in its package, by the way, taking it out of its package and pouring it on a bowl. And that's just their mac and cheese. Hey, wait, wait, you, you, they, they put a baguette on there. Okay. Panera prides themselves as being this super fresh food joint where everybody goes and eats to it was funny feel healthy, and then they do that. Ugh. The best part was that it was a TikTok. Yeah, and then did you see the tweet that she got fired for yeah, making that she, video? She, was, she said, I'm, I'm going to get fired for making this. The girl, or I, or I got fired for making this. She did get fired. The yeah. girl in question actually got fired for making the... That's such a funny way to get fired, though. She made a TikTok exposing her job. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, I don't know what you would expect if that gets viral. If that's getting viral, you might as well just start advertising something that you're selling because you're get you're getting fired. It's it's anything. I've had so much of their mac and cheese, dude. You have no idea. <laughs> I mean, their mac and cheese is good. I've had it too. Yeah. I just like I said, we go back to the whole thing here, where Panera builds themselves up to be something that's greater than everything yeah. else. No, you're not. You go back. You're just the same as every other fast food joint. We're paying for mediocre food yeah. for abnormally high prices at this place. It is I just it's a it's a big scam. All Panera is is a massive scam where they per, I I don't know. I just think they per, parade themselves to be an like an a, an excessively healthy place to eat as far as fast food goes. Yeah. When you you prepackage your mac and cheese just like every other place. Don't Yeah. Don't feed me those lies. <laughs> Literally, do not feed me those yeah. lies. It, it, I, I, maybe I'm unnecessarily mad about Panera, but they are, they are. I lying. think you're just happy that they got exposed, and you knew what they were from the get go. I am. I, I am. What, what's his name? The guy from the uh, the jungle. <laughs> I'm Upton Sinclair. Is oh. Do you know what the jungle is? Yeah. Okay, so it's an it's an old book that exposes the meat packaging industry in like yeah. the 1920s. So. <laughs> I am Upton Sinclair of Panera Bread. I remember. You can quote me on that. Last time I went there, I got some pasta dish and it had some chicken in it. Bro, it was the most uncooked chicken I'd ever eaten with pasta. It was so bad. It's I, first of all, and the food itself there isn't bad, but it's not very. I wouldn't call it very good. It's, yeah, it's not. It's lacking of flavor, is what I could say. It's not very. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's it's like a school lunch, you know. It's not it's not something that I necessarily. I've had some pretty good school well, that's lunches. What that's what I'm saying. Some of their food. That's a disservice to like, school lunch. Okay, I don't know about that. I, I school lunch can be good. I wouldn't. Nest, I would definitely not call it routinely good. <laughs> I, I'm just saying some dishes they had, pizza stick pizza stick day, pizza stick day was an amazing day. No, not even, dude. This, the most uncomparable day, for school lunches was Thanksgiving lunch. Okay, th- we're going to have an argument. Get you I almost, strap up. I we're almost about to cri- go to war, I, <laughs> I almost cried my senior year because I realized that that was the last Thanksgiving lunch I was ever going to right. get. We're about to go to war. I, ho- I-, I-, I hope you're prepared for this because this is going to be intense. Thanksgiving food is the number one most overrated and outdated holiday food or any food for that matter at all ever all time the meals you get on thanksgiving are nothing but cold or mildly cold food that everybody's trying to get at and it i i i hate thanksgiving food 
always have, always will. One of my hotter takes I actually do believe, <laughs> but Thanksgiving food is bad. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. I was just saying that was my. Oh, interesting. I'm just saying that was my most preferred day for getting school lunch. Oh, I'm so disappointed for our audience then because that that I was building that up to. Listen be like here, you sick <laughs> son of a bitch! I love turkey and gravy and canned hams and green bean casserole and yams. <laughs> yeah, you're willing to. You're, let's step up to the plate for yams. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, not gonna lie. Yeah. I I want to say. The majority of my Thanksgiving, the Thanksgivings that my family has had, the turkey's just been dry. Exactly. And the gravy, I guess, helps, but not as much. But I'm really not that much. Of, I mean, I like green bean casserole. Well, can we talk about how there's a whole celebration, an entire celebration based around food that isn't that good? <laughs> okay, it's behind the purpose I know, as I, to why I we're I know, doing but that. the whole idea is Thanksgiving dinner and we're coming together to make no if I want, if I want to go to Thanksgiving dinner and I want to celebrate, if I'm gonna full on celebrate the food I'm about to eat, yeah, it needs to be some Texas Day Brazil, highly seasoned, great. Okay, food. well, y- you ask for too much. I well, of course I'm asking for too much, but at least meet me in the middle here. Don't give me somewhat cold, not very tasteful food. I don't like. Th- I like Thanksgiving as a holiday. Thanksgiving yeah. food is a, it's a. I want to. So, call it so when y'all have Thanksgiving, what do you do? What do I do? Do you not eat? I eat the food. I don't enjoy it. I eat the food. Because then I'm doing like a disservice to the everybody. I imagine who... you just sitting in a corner eating your plate and you're just well, saying, you're just thinking how stupid it is. Yeah, it's like a rage against the machine type situation <laughs> where I just, I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, this damn food. It's like, I'm like <laughs> you're, you're just like shoving it in your mouth. It's just, it's not as good as people built it up to be. And I mean, I like Christmas foods like the hams and your it's it's just it's different style. Oh, dude, too. I love ham so much. Ham's good. Ham's good. I like I turkey too, but I like turkey on sandwiches. I don't like turkey alone. I'm just kidding. I don't eat pork. Interesting. Interesting. Anyways, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Taco Bell, Panera, all scams. Chipotle may have had E. coli, but I would die for Chipotle. So that's a different question. <laughs> you die because you're getting E. coli. Fair argument. Fair. I mean, if that if that's how I go out because I was eating a Chipotle burrito too many times a week, you know, that was that's probably going to be the way I die eventually anyway. So we'll go full circle with the whole thing. We'll just make <laughs> it early instead of late. But I I wish people would maybe get understand where I'm coming from a little bit more as far as Some Thanksgiving food. The o, no overrated food. Oh, I'm, okay, I'm, right, I'm right. hitting all targets right now. Well, so, I there are many overrated foods. Oh, absolutely extremely i mean uh it's not a food but i think the most overrated thing that everyone can agree on is anything pumpkin spice yeah i agree it's i mean it's good it's not pumpkin spice in general is good but it's definitely not i just don't think it's people like throw holidays for that when it's yeah like, the pumpkin spice latte is back <laughs> it's as if it's as if a loved one's coming back from a war oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the, the, you have the whole uh you know how they have like parties at the airports when soldiers not parties but they have like ceremonies when soldiers arrive back from Iraq or wherever yeah. else at the airports it's like yeah. that but it's Starbucks they have like, like the homecoming videos <laughs> it's just a a little girl like a, a teenage girls in high school and a Starbucks barista pops out of the back of the classroom <laughs> she starts bawling pump, her eyes out spice latte in her hand and she just starts crying and everybody's clapping that'd be funny but yes, I agree. Pumpkin spice lattes are overrated. I, there's a lot of overrated fast food places. In and Out Burger is a good example. Thank, thank you. <laughs> I had it the other day, but still, thank you. <laughs> it's it, it's edible. It's it has good nothing food. on Water Burger. I'm saying that right now. That and very Texan of us to have that opinion. I could not but agree further. That's with an unbiased Texas opinion. Still, I just don't. Okay, it's pretty biased, but <laughs> I'm just saying In and Out is not that great. There's this place in um. In Austin, it's called P. Terry's. Mm-hmm. Same concept as In-N-Out. Really? Still garbage. Well, California has a better burger place, which is Carl's Jr.'s. If you've ever been, you've been We to have some in Texas. We've been, to, I know we have a couple of them, I think. I feel it's that they're more common. around the Houston area and stuff, because that's definitely where I've seen them. Well, I'm just talking about California branded fast oh, food okay, joints. Okay, okay. I think Carl's Jr.'s is better. I've had that before. Not bad. I've never had it. Actually good. Their food is greasy as hell, but you know, it's really? fast food. What are you, you know, paying what you get for? So Yeah. Uh, or... <laughs> You get what you pay for. In-N-Out's fries, trash. Burgers, 
mediocre. What do you think about animal fries? Because I know that's one of their more popular uh, dishes. I don't think they're that great. I I mean, they're agree. better than the normal fries. I also they're normal fries, man. I feel like I need to drink like a six gallon water I, jug. After I pour that. about seven packets each of salt and pepper on my fries there they're so bland yeah it's like uh, it's just bad i mean mcdonald's fries you're biting directly into a potato <laughs> i'm gonna make a statement and a lot of people better agree with me but mcdonald's has the best fries from a fast food joint i may disagree with you you're gonna say chick-fil-a aren't I'm you i'm gonna say chick-fil-a yeah, i knew you were i love waffle fries see they're good but mcdonald's is just consistently good with their fries you don't even need to dip your fries in sauce at mcdonald's that's how good that's they are. That's a good point. That's you know that's an argument to be made, but I don't think you're beating so a wise I don't think man. you're beating the classic waffle fry cut. A wise man once said that if you need ketchup on anything, the chef has failed. They have failed you. That wise man sounds like something Braden Moreno would say. No, that was Billy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Billy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is something he would say. Anyways. Um, uh, cutting back to, I mean, I guess with McDonald's fries, you wouldn't have to have the problem that you have with Chick-fil-A fries where you have the, uh, butt fries as some may call them. Where also, also, um, one-sided Chick-fil-A fries go bad if you don't eat them after about 15 minutes. I mean, isn't that most fries? No, I could eat a McDonald's fry after a while. Like probably mm-hmm. after like 15 minutes, after 15 minutes, they still taste good. Well, I mean, I feel like you should be, f- I mean, I don't think you should wait 15 minutes to eat them. But I guess if you have a drive home or whatever. Yeah. But there's, if you live in a urban area, I, I like gorge a, my food on the way home. I, I really never wait it, to eat it. I it depends on where I'm at. See where I live, is I'm so close to so many different fast yeah. food restaurants. I mean I have like four Chick Fil A's within a mile mm-hmm. of my house, so I it, it, there's almost no excuse for me to be eating on the way home. You know, yeah. it's it, it's not worth my time. So I just wait until I get home. My food's still perfectly hot. And let, but if I am out. And I'm driving. Any- I'm just impatient. And also, I get oh, the second there's food next to me, I want to eat it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's that's a decent. I mean, I, I think that if I'm coming back to my house, I won't eat while I'm driving. But if I'm not driving and I'm in somebody else's car, I'm all but I'm. Yeah. There's not a situation where I won't eat the food. <laughs> Anyways, fast food is a scam. Chick-fil-A fries are superior unless you're Muhammad and probably most of the population of the United States and the world. But I think that we need to have a little bit more fast food transparency. It's like Washington with politics, but instead of politics and being in Washington, it's fast food and just the world. We yeah. need we need to know. If there's going to be metal shavings on our food, you better put it on the menu. I'm not saying we won't eat it. I'm saying we need to know. Yeah. But... It's in the calorie counters on the, in the ingredients label. Yeah, twenty five percent coppers, <laughs> metal shavings, forty calories. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting if that just showed up on the menu. Taco Bell has like decided they're gonna sell this meat at a discounted price. <laughs> you have an option with metal, without metal. Roll the dice and just see what happens. <laughs> Let me get four metal with cheese and then four without. Now, don't don't tell my son though. He's. <laughs> It's going to strengthen his immune system. <laughs> it's going to... Yeah, we'll see what a li- what's a little lead poisoning when you can... <laughs> Anyways, but speaking of... Uh, we'll go with this. Yeah, speaking of unknown materials, we're going to head into the Batman jazz. <laughs> because there's a lot of unknown <laughs> Unknown substances that are... and content inside of yeah. this creation of a movie. But... Basically, we have... I, As far as the two... Two very prominent roles where they're very they're confirmed, and then there's another role which we're going to speculate about because that hasn't really been stated officially as to who this character, who this person will portray. All right, all right. Um, do you know who's directing this new Batman movie? Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Okay, he so- directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Ooh. Cloverfield, and yeah, he's got a strong resume. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So the Planet of the Apes movies were good. I agree. I yeah. agree. I, especially the more recent ones. I I like. I mean, the older ones too. I, I wish agree. they continued with having James Franco in them, but that's yeah. my own personal gripe. But we got Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Matt Reeves Batman is. I mean, I'm assuming some most of everybody that actually follows this kind of news knows 
It's uh, Robert Pattinson, which, for those of you who don't know who that is, it's the Twilight Vampire guy. <laughs> he played a bat once, and now he's going to play a bat again. Well said, yeah. He's a double-edged bat. You know, He's a vampire some days, and he's the fake bat the other days. I was beyond excited when this news was announced that he was going to play. I think he fits the world perfectly. He looks he looks perfect. If he, I hope they change up his hair to be a little less flashy, I guess yeah. you can say, because... It, Bruce Wayne isn't really like a uh, – he's not very over the top with his, like, personal look. Yeah. So I'm hoping that – well, I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of Batman we're talking about because there have been Batmans in the past that are very uh, – like, cartoon Batmans, for example, have been very, like, different. It's whatever, different Batman. I'm, I was just upset because um, there's kind of an uproar with this announcement. Um, I wonder Why? Because it's Robert Pattinson and all they can think about is Twilight. with him is Twilight. What a disease that Twilight was for this world. He's a great actor, though. <laughs> I apologize to anybody. I just he's a, he's a great actor, though. He's he been another. He's been. Uh, I feel that he's mainly been in more independent films. He's in the new movie uh, Lighthouse, Lighthouse, right? Yeah, yeah he's I'm gonna be in that. And very that, excited. That's gonna drop fairly soon, isn't it? That releases yes. soon. I yeah. think it comes out in. Either this month or next month. Who's he co-starring with? Um, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I thought so. I think that's perfect. It, it the the trailer looks like insane. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see it just for the. I mean, it's not even very much my style of a movie where I don't really know what the plot is <laughs> going in. I love that. It's just. I mean, it. it the movie's in black and white, which is going to be a pretty interesting yeah concept in 2019. Which I mean, it happens, but. But this is going to be a different Batman film that we've seen before. It's not going to be. Well, I guess with Ben Affleck, we didn't see an origin, but with I this hate, one... Oh my, I hated Ben Affleck's you Batman. You didn't like Batfleck? I hated it. I didn't mind him. I hated it. I, I loved... Uh, I don't know what his name is. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. He was a great... Superman. I liked I loved, him as a Superman. I loved his Superman. He had better direct... If he was given better direction... I think Man of, the, Man of Steel was a good movie. I agree. Personally. There were cheesy parts in it, but it's a Superman But movie. with Dawn of Justice and um, Justice League... God. Bat- if, if there's better direction, or honestly, with Justice League, if Joss Whedon was on that project from the get-go, it would have been a... Or if uh, Snyder had just stayed on, and if he didn't back out from the yeah. beginning, like, you know, if, if it wasn't that, I mean, if Snyder had stayed on for the entire thing, because it's, he had to cut out the middle of it for family reasons, Yeah, I, I think, think uh, there's a loss in his family, but it's just crazy to think that the first ever Justice League live-action film grossed far beyond less than joker it was such a bad movie it was there so were good parts bad but overall it was just not i can't even point out that many good parts of the movie really there were cool cinematic shots i like twice <laughs> I, I liked the part you've seen it right yes i liked the part when um barry was saving that family in the truck yeah. and then superman's just carrying an apartment he's complex. carrying an entire apartment but okay first of all the one big critique everybody has about that the ending scene in that movie is how much orange is in the movie at the yeah like, it's just it's such a hard movie to watch they built up this villain to be uh, for two movies really they they uh they Stephen mentioned wolf he, the Who? CGI on him was so bad, first yeah. of all. And with DC, there are so many other villains you could have used for that movie. DC is arguably DC arguably has, in some aspects, better content than Marvel. They have the way I've said it for a while is that uh, DC has the better stories. Yeah, they have the better uh, not only origin stories but kind of the just the general concepts. DC has, but Marvel has the better and more workable characters in the film perspective. I feel that the um with unless the MCU it fleshed out Marvel way more than it ever has been, but DC has had always been a constant. As in, it was mm-hmm. always a a superpower. Like no pun intended, but it was a superpower in <laughs> in that comic industry. You know, because yeah. the ju- Batman, I mean, they have Wonder the two Woman, staples, Superman, the Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman, the most iconic, are three of the most iconic yeah. characters ever. I, I've, I've, I've Iron heard, Man and, and such wasn't even recognized until the MCU exploded. I've heard that Superman's symbol is the second most distinguishable symbol next to the cross. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's actually insane. Mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me. Actually, that's that's incredible. Yeah. For wow, that's like I'm actually like, that's kind of like that's staggering, but. Yes, DC has obviously had... Sorry, the, Batman. <laughs> yeah, but DC has had the characters for a long time, and they haven't always been 
awful with what they with the, what they've done. Mm-hmm. They own the best superhero trilogy ever. They still own it. I mean, the Christopher Nolan Batman's yeah. blow everything else out of the water pretty much, in my opinion at least. I think the only thing that even gets close to it realistically is the Captain America trilogy, trilogy which is it's a pretty it's, solid trilogy. It's phenomenal. It's a great trilogy. I don't think it's anywhere close to it, though. I, close to the Dark Knight uh, trilogy. Because though. Nolan was more... It was, it was real. It, that's what I... It's a very, very... Uh, like I want authentic. There we go. Very there, there wasn't much CGI or computer-generated yeah. images to catch your eye. It was, a, it was a very gripping story. And it was a very modern... Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It was it, I real is a better way to say it, but it was just everything felt more connected yeah. to it. You you could real, like it, you could put yourself in the shoe. It was just a very good, very well done movies. But we're not talking about the Christopher Nolan Batman's. We're talking about the Robert Pattinson Batman's and his casting excited me, yes. And what followed his casting was speculation about the Jonah Hill mm-hmm. uh, area. We didn't we still don't know what he's going to be casted for, but he's in talks to play a villain. There, there are two speculations. Um, the top two candidates right now are Riddler and Penguin. I would see Penguin. I, I can't play. see him as Riddler. I could see him as Riddler, actually. Really? I could, because just the way his persona works, and in his more serious roles, he normally plays like a little bit of a uh, madman to a degree. I'm thinking, yeah, I feel bad, but I'm kind of thinking, when I think of Jonah Hill, I think of super bad. And so I see that Jonah Hill being mm-hmm. the penguin. I mean, he's played serious roles before. Oh, yeah. Where, I mean, mo- he's actually a pretty damn good actor. Yeah. He doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. He was nominated for an Oscar for uh, Wolf of Wall Street I mean, a couple he, years ago. For best supporting actor, probably, yeah. yeah. He did really good in that movie. Um, I'd like to see him play the Riddler, mainly because we've seen the penguin before. And the penguin's been such, like, he, he is a very prominent Batman figure, but... I only thing with this though is I'm I'm pretty skeptical because mm-hmm. um, this could possibly fall under the campiness that we received with uh, Jesse Eisenberg playing Lex Luthor, mm. and so that's where I'm concerned because Lex Luthor is a very um a very strong, confident, prominent figure. See, and Jesse Eisenberg took that concept of the character and just threw it away. Which I don't know if it was his fault or if it was the studio faults, uh, studio's fault or Zack Snyder, Snyder's, but I that was not Lex Luthor. I get very uh, conflicted with that because I love Jesse Eisenberg as an actor. I do too. But his role, he just didn't fit as Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. They made him play. Because Lex Luthor is supposed to be, I mean, he is a meticulously calculated character in Dawn mm-hmm. of Justice, but it's not so much as it is that he... He's quirky. Yeah, he doesn't show as much uh, strength. Like, he doesn't show... it. Like, he, he's not very, t- like, scary. Whereas Lex Luthor is supposed to be... Not Maybe not scary, but he's supposed to be a very... Uh, strong is the best word I can think of mm-hmm. for it, but he's just... He's like calculated. Yeah, and... Jesse Eisenberg just wasn't he, he didn't I don't know he just didn't fit very well in the he role. captured I guess the uh, psychotic and the elements genius of him. area of it but yeah. not really but all it, in all if DC had a, had better framework for their entire universe it could have been good but they kind of just rushed everything I mean the, uh, DC had made a good decisions along the casting direction I think for the most part yeah I think the script writing is terrible i mean i don't know i don't know who has been in charge of some of their screenplays over the past x amount of time but awful just awful awful and just their their direction their their choices with how they make them how they're uh what they focus their time on in the movies has been poorly executed if you ask me to but I mean, like, Ezra Miller was a great decision. For I a love Flash Ezra Miller. Movie. That was a great decision for a Flash pick. But, one, we never even got to see his standalone movie, which is just a disservice to... A while ago. Um, you remember when the timeline of all the DC movies, they, they yeah. released, like, came out? <laughs> a few, uh, I think it was a couple months ago, but someone was like, no way, dude, Flash Flash comes out today. <laughs> yeah. It... It was just a the DC universe was a massive failure. I'm glad they're stepping back from that though. And Shazam it seems, was really good. I love Shazam. Yeah, and I mean, Birds of Prey looks interesting. The one new Wonder Woman movie is going to come out next year. Yeah, right. The yeah, Wonder Woman 1984. That that should be at least fairly interesting. I am. I'm just skeptical. I like Aquaman too. I 
See, Aquaman, I think, was a visually appealing movie. The movie as a whole was a pretty damn cheesy. But it knew it was cheesy. Yeah, but I mean, there's a scene in the movie where he's like, I'm not coming back to rule. I'm coming back to save my friends and the ones that I love. And I physically wanted to hit my head against the wall when I heard that line. <laughs> like, I felt like I read it directly off of Tumblr, uh, off of like Tumblr in 2013. Jason was- Momoa is a pretty good Aquaman, though. I like him as a character. He's a perfect Aquaman. I mean, he has like the very frontiersman, like, uh, and he plays a few frontiersmen in a couple different TV shows, but he has a very, uh, like, scruffy, yeah. bad boy look to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that works perfect for a character like Aquaman. It's the so. renegade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the movie was, I, I, I think Aquaman, don't get me wrong, I think it was one of the better standalone movies that yeah. DC has made. I just don't think it was abnormally good or anything like that. Yeah. I, visually though that movie was awesome like the scene where uh what's what's his name his mom's name in that movie do you know mira no mira. no 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 it's queen atlanta queen atlanta the scene where she's fighting in the house at the that very was, beginning the one of the shot, movie the one take unbelievable yeah in, like actually incredible and that's how they opened up the film yeah it was that was very impressive yeah and so that that i'll credit them for the movie visually was very cool and they had a very good the black manta uh i liked black manta a lot. that was he, a, he looked as if he was ripped out was it, of the is comics. Is it Black Manta or is it Manta? Black Manta. Black Manta. Okay. He was ripped out of the comics. Yeah, it that was a vi- that was very well done. So I think the movie was executed well. It was just cheesy. Yeah, that's the best way I can put it. But so with that, following the Jonah Hill casting, <laughs> um, I, I love that how we start talking about the Jonah Hill casting and we end up well, Aquaman was kind of cheesy. So <laughs> no, I, yes, but back to the Jonah Hill casting. I basically hope. If I had to pick one of the two, I hope he plays Riddler or Riddler, Riddler. And I, I hope think that'd it, be cool. I hope it only because we really haven't seen a Riddler in movie perspective. Well, at Jim least. Carrey. How long ago was that though? That was the Joel Schumacher. Um, Early two. I think it was Joel Schumacher's. No, no, no. It was in late, the, it was late nineties. Late nineties, early. It was 2000s, when Val Kilmer yeah. was Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's still been a minute. Jim Carrey. Yeah. I haven't God, I haven't seen the Val Kilmer and the Batman's in a long time. Yeah, I haven't even watched. I haven't seen Batman uh, Returns in a minute either. Mm-hmm. Um, God. Anyways, that's besides the point. Um, a few days ago, following um, with the two castings of Robert Pattinson and Jonah Hill, recently we were um, gifted with the announcement that Zoe Kravitz is going to play Catwoman in this movie. Great casting i was so happy i think this is the perfect i whatever jonah hill is going to be i think it'll be a great casting but as far as these three actors it's i think it's been pretty on the nail casting so far which is what dc is good at and i mean they have a way of casting the right people and just making the wrong decisions with those people so i'm hoping they turn it around and uh Matt Reeves is a good director, though, so I have hopes for this movie. Yeah, and I mean, well, I mean, he has an incredible resume, and his the movies he's done, if if it follows the same script about, uh, if it follows the same script of movies that he is known for, it should be a much more or a much different take on Batman mm-hmm. than we have seen. Like similar to what you said, and I hope it is because what they okay, I can't spoil Joker yet, so I'm trying to word this in a way that won't what they did with joker in the essence of making it something unique and original in the sphere of how he has been portrayed in the past yeah i hope they do something similar to make these movies their own because it makes it i like the idea that they're going with where it's not necessarily comparing one of the predecessors who plays a role yeah they're comparing them and contrasting those two but it's making them a newer and it's a providing a completely different yeah it's a different spectrum and i like that because it it well, I, Hollywood lately has, like we've talked about in the past, is a lot of rebooting and a lot of mm-hmm. just... Sequelitis. Uh, yeah. And so if they're going to do that, I at least like the idea where they're going to uh, switch up the storyline a little bit and see a we'll, we'll see a different version of the character. Mm-hmm. I like that. That doesn't spoil anything about Joker. It shouldn't. I think it did that I don't that think correctly. it did. So I like the casting of Zoe, uh, and I think that she'll fit the role very well. I hope they play Catwoman better than they have in the past. Did you not like the Anne Hath- the Anne Hathaway Catwoman? I like the Anne Hathaway Catwoman. I don't. Th- I just don't like how they. I felt like her character was a little too touch and go. 
mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I think if you're going to add in a Catwoman into a movie, and I know the whole idea behind the two is kind of how they work independently from yeah. each other. I get that. I just wish we got to see some more of her, maybe just a perspective shot a little bit with her, it, you know, where it follows her more so. And I know it's a Batman movie. I don't know. I just, I but wish they put her more in the forefront. Yes. Put her, okay. put her a little bit more out there to where it's almost like, you know, that because the scene at the end of uh, dark Knight rises where she's at the table, it's, yeah. it's almost like a, well, why is she there type of moment? You know, you, you didn't get to see what kind of built that. Relationship. Yeah. You know, you didn't, you didn't get to see them become as yeah. where if, you know, if Bruce Wayne's going to disappear from the, world i mm-hmm. mean you would hope that if the one person he chooses to go with it, he maybe there's a little bit more of a connection shown mm-hmm. between the two that was my only problem with that i think she played a good catwoman though that yeah. is the difference i, I, I liked her as i think that she played a good catwoman i just think they could have gone about it maybe a little bit differently to where it it makes her a little bit more vital to the storyline mm-hmm. whereas i think you could watch the dark knight rises without catwoman in it and it wouldn't make a it difference. wouldn't make much of a difference at all. You know, the, you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay. That's the general scope that I have on the whole thing. She did kind of sell him out to Bane, and then he ended up breaking his back, and then ending up in the cave. Um, yeah, and I mean, she that at first of all is a great scene where she she just steps back into the black. You know what I'm talking about? Where uh, Batman and Bane begin to fight, and she kind of just drifts backwards. Yeah. And it's she plays a. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen Dark Knight Rises in a minute either, so I'm kind of – I'm not I – re, I don't remember remember as much as I might need to to say how much they fleshed her out entirely, but I don't um, – I just don't remember her being as prominent as I would have liked, if that makes sense. Yeah. In a movie where they're at least trying to make her a little bit of a focus, mm-hmm. which I could have – I don't know the whole, the whole. I don't. I just had some issues with that, but that's me nitpicking the hell out of the Christopher Nolan Batman's, yeah. which is not something that I would typically do. That's me being a very, very, very thorough skeptic. <laughs> because the thing that I'm excited for is, first of all, I think that this is a it, this it's going to be a trilogy that they've signed on for, or okay. at least Matt Reeves has signed on for. We gotta we gotta realize here that we can't we, we need to see the first movie before we count. I know, I know. I'm just they've saying, abandoned ideas in the past. I know. I, I'm I'm excited for that if it does go into full fruition. Um and they're gonna provide us with a different Batman than we've seen before. They said that it's not going to fall on origin. Thank you, because we've seen his parents die multiple times, countless times. Um and it's going to follow the more detective aspect of Batman, which we've not really seen much of in the films. And I'm very excited about I think that because Batman's good, known as the world's greatest detective. I think he'll play a good detective version of mm-hmm. Batman, too. That makes me wonder what the storyline's going to be. Hmm. If, um, I don't know, there are a couple storylines. If Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm like, if what? they could do Batman Hush, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, that would be really cool. And. I'm tr- what villain would work more with a detective style? Because the penguin, it would work pretty well with that, honestly. If they're yeah. going to go with a detective style. It'd have to be something with a killer. Yeah. You know? And then it has to be. I guess the Riddler would work too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they both would work pretty well there. I'm very excited to see how this works. And I'm more than on board for Robert Pattinson at the helm for this. Uh, yeah, I agree. But that's the general i mean am i missing anything do we, Not really that's pretty much the general scope of the new batman movies and kind of the hopes we have for them going forward best of luck to dc i i'm i love marvel but i would love to see i want to see them catch their stride man because yeah, i love dc batman's tied with spider-man as probably my number one ooh, superhero that's ambitious that's yeah, ambitious i love batman that's fair i hmm, i don't know where i would rank him on my favorite superheroes list to be honest Top five for uh, top, maybe top six, top seven, but either way, we're now rolling into speaking of, I guess, what would you do in certain situations? We tried out the would you rathers last week. Is that yes, correct? Last episode. Last episode, we tried some would you rather questions, and that kind of led us into our third topic today, which is not going to be would you rather, but it's going to be just a few hypotheticals that we're going to run through. I like this first one right here. If you could put wings on any species of an animal, which animal would you choose? I think I would put wings on a camel. On a camel? Yeah. Why a camel? <laughs> I just think it would look funny. Interesting. So, it, 
I mean, I guess camels are used to, you know, trek across the desert, and it would be yeah. damn faster if you were, you know, flying. Yeah. So that would be, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I, what about you? I feel like the humps would be kind of difficult to need some turbulence. You could have like two. You could have two sets of wings, like one per hump, and they kind of just like has <laughs> four wings. Yeah. What What are the uh, helicopters that the military uses? Uh, are they ospreys? Is that the one that the ones that have? Four I, wings? I I. I the image is in my head. I, I, think I don't know the I name. I think they're called ospreys, the ones that have four cotton. Yeah. yeah. So that that an osprey, an osprey camel would be interesting. <laughs> what a weird question. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> propellers. Okay, this one we were covering earlier. If you could, okay, so animals. If you could switch the sounds two animals make, which would you switch and why? I think I would switch the sound of a turtle and a lion. <laughs> the turtle. Yes, have you seen the video of the turtle? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Imagine that coming out of a lion's mouth every time it roars or tries to intimidate its other rival whenever it's mating season. And you just hear a bunch of that going on. And then a little snapping turtle, you try to pet it, just roars at you. Is it like, I hope it's the same volume too. Yeah. It's just abnormally. It has loud. to. Maybe even the turtle has a little mane. No, you know what I'm doing? I'm switching a uh I can do, I'm going to do a lion as well, but a different another one. I'm going to do a lion and an owl. So if you're walking through the forest late at night instead of hearing ooh, ooh, yeah, you just hear just a yeah. big roar and then in the middle of uh in a primal lion fight, one just goes ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. I I think that would be a very Did you um did you ever watch Avatar? The Last Airbender? Yes. You know how in the... I don't know. It just kind of reminds me, but in that show, all the animals are mixed with other animals. <laughs> and so that's just what this... Because uh, they have, what, a platypus bear? And so it's just what, that's what this reminds me of. Appa. Yip, yip. <laughs> God, that's a good show. Anyways. Um, if humans... Here's another one. If humans lost the ability, the ability to see all color except one, which color would you want to survive? Damn, that's a good question. What what color is there like a surplus of? White. You would want white to survive? No, I thought you were just asking. Like what color is there a lot of? Cuz a lot of houses, you know, the interior exteriors, the I guess some cars, clouds, green. I'm going to pick green. I do too. Super weirdly because we have grass, trees, and I feel like if all color was lost, nature is like the late, only late nature would lose its vibrance. Yeah, and nature is like the one thing that you would want to be able to like yeah. see if everything. I feel I yeah. But see, that makes me wonder if uh let's let's take for instance a tree, mm-hmm. would the trunk of that tree become green? What do you mean? So, so every color is green? Yeah, so everything is green. Mm. Is that is that how's the, how no, this works? I bet it would I it's probably just the things that are green. Okay, okay, okay. Still continue being green, but right. you can actually see them. I just thought I meant everything would be green. Well, if I could pick everything in the same color, I'm going to pick something a lot less vibrant. <laughs> probably magenta. Actually, I feel that magenta would be pretty bright. I like maroon. Maroon's not a bad choice. It's pretty neutral. I would pick like a, honestly, like a baby blue. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. That just it's it's easy on the eyes. It's not yeah. it's bright enough to where it's still like a vibrant in a sense, but it's not it's not overwhelming. Yeah. You know, it's it, I don't know. It's 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 a light color. Imagine if the whole color. world was comfort colors. <laughs> It'd be a very soft world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do we got next? Hit me with something. We are currently looking for questions, so you are actively on the hook just as we are. If you could get a ticket to any show or event, what would you want that ticket to be? If you could get a ticket to any show or an event, what would you... Hmm. I have an immediate answer, but I want to make sure I feel good about it. I think my immediate answer, you know, I think I'm going to go with it. The, you know, the, uh, what's it called? Live, uh, it's the Fight Against AIDS concert that they had in Africa. With uh, Queen? Queen. And that's one of the top The Live one. Aid? Yeah, the Live Aid. I wanted to call it Live AIDS concert. It just sounded wrong, so maybe li- yeah, Live, yeah, live aid. aid. Live Aid concert is a good one. 
you have Woodstock, which is like the infamous one. Yeah. But also like significant levels of people came back with STDs from that. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. If I could go back in time and get, t- or if I, could, is this any show or event now or just all time? Uh, th- let's just keep it to all time. All time. Hmm. That's like really difficult. What are you picking? Um, I think that I would have to go with. I want to see Muhammad Ali fight Sonny Liston. That's a good choice. That's actually a really good choice. I didn't even think about sports. Yeah, like games. get front row, front row uh, tickets to that. That's actually that's as far as infamous like sports moments. That's up there. Hmm. That's man. If I'm thinking sports, I'm probably taking the Stars winning the cup. To be honest, really. If I mean, if I'm if I'm going the sports route, or when the Mavs beat the Heat, that was a big moment yeah. too. I mean, I, I wasn't like I could. I watched the game, but I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, I could go see the Beatles in concert. I feel like that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Not even because I'm like a huge Beatles fan, but mainly because of how much like how infamous they are. We'll go with now. What do you want to do? What do you want to see now? That's a that's a bit of an easier question to answer. Any any person, regardless of how, and we'll say it's front row tickets for across the board. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean immediately. The, I'm telling you right now, this is a fact, and I've said it before. The second, if if he ever actually has a concert or tour, I am going to. Did he not just, tour blonde? No, no. I am just going to drain my savings account. I don't care how much money I have to spend. I am seeing him live. As close as possible. Interesting. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, he's very, very talented artist. I didn't know he didn't tour Blonde. Does he just not tour at all? No, he and, doesn't. Uh, that's he, he's done a few, um, I guess, events or festivals. Pop-up shows. But they, yeah, they're very, uh, I guess, they, they're exclusive and just very sporadic. Because he did one in England, and then I think he's done a couple in New York, but quite a few in Europe. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I can see that about Frank Ocean. That's not too surprising. I think if I'm picking one right now, like actively, it's probably Fall Out Boy. I've, really? Fall Out Boy is one of my favorite bands, if not my favorite band of all time. Mm-hmm. It's up there, certainly. Fall Out Boy. The Hell Mega Tour is going to be awesome, but continue. <laughs> all right, next one. If you could change the sounds your body makes, i.e. burp, fart, yawn, sneeze, etc., what new sound effects would replace the normal sounds of your body? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, I have one, and this is gonna be pretty funny. Okay, so you know this, you know the uh, the alarms that uh, that will like that go off if like a tornado is coming or whatever. Yeah, the, the tornado siren. Yeah, so the tornado sirens. I would place that, but I would it would be a build up to when I'm sneezing. <laughs> it would just be like I would it, it like you would hear that going off, and everybody would just start looking, and you're about to sneeze. I think that'd be hilarious. I think if um, I were to cough, you know the sound that um, the automatic doors make at convenience stores that doo doo, the cough every time. Oh, what's it? A yawn could be the uh, the windows like power down the. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. A fart would be the engine to a '67 Camaro. Oh, dude, we are definitely doing the next question. But I like I like that the fart being an just the <laughs> that that'd be funny. Um okay. Next question. If you were forced into gladiatorial combat but could only choose a weapon that isn't typically considered a weapon, what non-conventional weapon would you choose? I have another question brand that would can be branched off of this, but let's answer this one first. Okay, so a non-conventional weapon that I'm choosing to fight to the death. An ironing board in the entire board? Yeah. Interesting. That's that's a very non-conventional weapon. Hmm. Cuz it has length, girth and it extends. Like you can you just push the legs out at someone, you know? That's that's going to take two enemies out. Interesting. Ironing I, boards are I feel that I've ironing boards mine. pretty sturdy. I've got What's mine. Yours? A rake. Yeah. It's got the metal end on it and even if that breaks, oops, got a bow staff. <laughs> it can also be a booby trap just place on the ground and someone just smacks him in the face (laughs) (laughs) just be a slapstick comedy 
He just, he dies of laughter. He dies. <laughs> oh, you got me. And dead. <laughs> and then you stab him. What's your branch off question? Okay. If you had the physical capability to fight anyone on Earth, who would you want to fight? And is it to the death still? No, just a fight. Like a box. Uh, let's say you want to box them. And I, I want to fight them? Yeah, like who's someone you would want to box? If uh, and you have all the strength that possible, you're not your normal mortal mortal self right now. Ooh, you're calling me a mortal. That's yeah. bold. So it can. So I, anyone you hate, dislike. Hmm. That's or just a, anyone you envy. That's a damn good question. Do I like win their stuff if I win? Sure. You know what? We're gonna, and not even so I could win his no, stuff. You, you you win mad respect. Jeff Bezos. If I could fight anybody. Just out of pure reason to fight them, Jeff Bezos. Really? That, that man needs to be defeated. <laughs> He's slowly owning the world, including me. I'm fighting Jeff Bezos. Okay. I don't even need his stuff. They can give me his stuff, and then I'll just donate it all. Yeah. I don't need it. I want to fight Jeff Bezos. If this is under the – Jeff Bezos is, like, low-key kind of ripped, though, so – if I, if this, I think I've seen those pictures he's of him, a, dude. He's kind of he's kind of actually jacked. kind of jacked. Yeah, he's a pretty terrifying human being. Definitely looks like an authoritarian figure. Like you know. Yeah. So, I would fight him if I could win. Yeah. Or at least you know, like, hold my own. I'd fight Jeff Bezos. Go ahead. Um. All right. I I really didn't think of mine. Um. <laughs> trying to think of someone who annoys me. That's what I was. That's what I because I don't want to like fight somebody that I, you know. Yeah. Hmm probably i have a different one that we could go off of this okay what if you okay i'll save you from your question if there was a celebrity that if there was going to be a celebrity that you had to fight to the death to save so you're not fighting against them but their life is on the line and you have to step in and fight them what celebrity would convince you to fight to the death for them wait so i'm fighting this person to save them you're fighting. You're not fighting them. You're fighting somebody else. So you're fighting like a big old gladiator man. In order to save that. In specific order to person? save that specific person, what what celebrity could convince you to save their life? Based off of like, if you lose, you die. <laughs> uh, I have my answer immediately. Let me hear yours. It, it, if you know me, not surprising at all. Elon Musk. Okay, yeah. If because if I survive and I save him, Elon, I'm the, the, what what I'm on that man's team. Yeah. And I'm. Wait. Sorry. I know who I'm fighting. Okay. I'm fighting Russ. I freaking, I freaking, <laughs> yeah. freaking. I, fr- I should have saw that coming. freaking hate Russ, dude. He's so stupid. Thinks he knows everything. His hair's stupid. His beard's stupid. His music's stupid. He's a stupid guy. So- I'm sorry. I, ha- I do not like him. I'm fighting him. I'm beating the crap out of Russ. Uh, okay. What's your, what's your big problem with Russ? His mus- Let's hear it. His music is garbage, and he thinks he's this woke uh, monk who's enlightening everyone okay that i actually do understand because every video i see of him on twitter is just like guys you know what's the what's the uh there's a meme about like depression that is like just stop being sad i feel like that's watching one of thanks russ yeah thank you russ guys if you're feeling depressed just stop be (laughs) happy stop being sad and be happy that's exactly how i envision russ's music he just irritates me dude his voice is aggravating just looking at him pisses me off he I'm, seems to be a fairly nice guy i don't care <laughs> i'm fighting him okay but your question i don't even remember what i asked your uh oh yeah who, who would you who would have to convince me to fight yeah who uh, would you who, who are you would, willing would, to put your life a lot yeah. on the line for as far as celebrities go definitely elon musk for me uh um, i have a few others i could go on for but probably keanu reeves that's a good answer yeah I feel like Keanu Reeves definitely wouldn't need our help. Or Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire may he need our help. He could convince me. Yeah. You know, I, I'd jump in there to save John Wick or Spider-Man, two people that are completely un, un uh, needing of my help. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that that those are the two I would save. I would definitely fight the... I would definitely fight Jeff Bezos. I would fight Jeff Bezos. I'd fight for Elon Musk. And I'm here for fighting Russ, too. Ooh. Okay, that I will, I will. I'll put a spin on that question. Okay, so the next question, not originally, sort of originally. Would you want to permanently feel zero pain if given the chance? But that doesn't make you impervious to the uh, the effects. The, the, yeah, the effects, the consequences of said pain. So if you touch the hot stove, you would still burn your hand. You would just never feel the pain. Probably not. 
because I feel okay, this is gonna sound stupid, but this is an actual thing where like not where you feel zero pain, but it's kind of you're born or something happens to where your sense of fight or flight goes away and so you kind of fear nothing. Well, there is there is and, a you people can lack yeah. the uh, fear response. That's the yeah. guy who free solos. It happens. Yeah, to him. and so like that's kind of where I see this going, and and see that's kind of tricky because someone was, was to just punch me in the gut, but I didn't feel it. But then I just wa- started limping for no reason. That <laughs> that would be pretty interesting though. You would just start you would start being affected by the things you got hurt by, but you wouldn't feel them. Honestly, I would not be opposed to this if this meant if this meant that I would not feel my leg falling asleep or lower back pain that's like the main yeah. thing i'm thinking right now is how long i could just sit hunched over for forever and yeah, yeah but be, your posture would be terrible yeah but i mean my posture probably be terrible at some point anyways no nah, i i think i'd still feel pain yeah i i don't know if i'm if i'm gonna be a subject because what if you're standing there you know you're like what if you're like leaning on a hot stove having a conversation and the other person's just dumbfounded with how you're keeping your hand there but you don't actually know it's on a hot stove and then you yeah. look at your hand and it's just melted Skin's gone, just bone. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a pretty, a pretty big problem in that instance. Or what if like what if a car runs over your foot? Can you imagine that if you're in your driveway and someone's car is just on your foot and you try to pull it back and you're like, oh hey, that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I have to go to but the hospital. But you wouldn't feel now. it. You wouldn't feel it. And I wonder how how would you know? I guess you'd start. walking Yeah, if you wrong. like tried to start walking. Yeah. Or like if it if it ran over your foot and then like went away. Yeah. You would you would just start walking. You'd be like just face plant. You'd be mm-hmm. like, oh well, I guess that happened. <laughs> Okay, yeah, all right. We are going to transition into our final hypothetical and probably my favorite because this is like pretty damn difficult. We're going to go with top three for this one, I think. Okay. Um, what futuristic thing from a sci-fi movie or book do you really wish existed right now? And this I already is know a, your number one. This is under the idea that you could actually possess said item. Yeah. We're going to go with top – no, we're going to go with top two. Top two. Top two? Do you want to go first or shall I? My immediate answer is like extremely I know what obvious. you're going to say. What am I going to say? You're going to say lightsaber. There we go, folks. I'm going to say lightsaber. For your for number my, one. For my number one, and that's like 50 steps above whatever yeah. comes next. A lightsaber. Yes, absolutely. I would 100% pick a lightsaber. And the, I, What's your number one? Lightsaber is probably my number two. That's good. That's a good one. Lightsaber number two. I think I may know what your number one is. I'm not going to guess it, but go ahead. Number one is web shooters. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I should have guessed it. Damn, we know each other. We know each other so well, yeah. Muhammad. Okay, number two, futuristic. Hmm, that's tough. Okay, actually, it's gonna go Star Wars again, and this is because I would be obsessed with it and probably never return. Okay, so you know how Star Wars is. You obviously have the ability to like interstellar travel. Yeah, you know the Anakin ship. Like or the Anakin from the Clone Wars, yeah. the one that he like flies around, the little bitty ones, the yeah, Starfighter yeah, yeah. or the the Pod Racer. No, not the, not the. No, oh, I thought you were talking about that. Racer <laughs> from the Clone Wars. Oh, the like his. Out- <laughs> I was like, what type of inter intergalactic travel it's does the Pod his, Racer get? It's you just to? his regular, like solo ship. I don't know what to call it. It has that yellow tint. on Yeah, it or the yellow. Yeah. Regardless, I, I, I know what you're talking about. A personal spacecraft that I could just travel galaxies around and fly around conventionally that'd would be, be that would be my number one. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be number my number two. I, I hate that I don't. I would I would have said an Iron Man suit, but it's basically an Iron Man suit. Yeah. Except for, I could fly all around. Except you have space to move around. Yeah, and you know how cool it would be to just go like do like barrel rolls in space and shit. And I could have like a <laughs> droid. That'd be yeah. I would. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. I'd have a lightsaber, and I'd have a. Sp- I'd just be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I'd just be. I'd go find. People are gonna be like, "Well, you don't have the Force." I would find a planet that does. I, I would be a Jedi who swings on buildings. <laughs> That'd be fun. You'd be like the best thief ever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a 17 foot vault to go. <laughs> it's on the 17th floor. <laughs> just yeah. Swing your way up. What a, that that I would. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. Lightsaber, immediately number one. You could probably haggle me a little bit for a spaceship, but I would definitely pick spaceship. And I think those are pretty solid. I would have picked a Star Destroyer, the bigger ones, but I feel like that's kind of unconventional. What, what stars do you want to destroy? You know, I could find some. <laughs> I could, if I ever wanted to, you know, blow up a star, then Just I can. But that's destroy an entire solar system if you felt like it. Well, you know, I mean, there's a whole galaxy out there. I'm sure there's something that I would yeah. want to destroy. 
You know, hey, you can blow up that planet. That no little one... part over there looks stupid. Yeah, I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> Death Star. Just... <laughs> That'd be funny. I guess having a Death Star wouldn't be the worst thing. But then it, then again, you would have all the other... Yeah, I don't know. Interesting conversation. Regardless, <laughs> I need a lightsaber. I touched on this last time. Someone buy me a lightsaber. That's pretty much it. Any closing thoughts? Um, if you're driving, drive safe. I agree. We're sorry we did not get an episode out on Monday. Yeah, this is Monday. two and days it, late or three days late. We're sorry we didn't get an episode out on Tuesday. <laughs> we apologize. We were a little bit behind on our uh, personal life schedules. So. so our next episode is going to be pushed, too. It's going to be pushed back one day. Ideally, however, we will be back on our regular schedule afterwards. Yeah. Please continue giving us feedback. Uh, get tattoos with the logo on you. Don't actually do that. Uh, any other advice? I don't really have any. Share it with your friends. All that kinds of stuff. Don't go to In and Out. Yeah, Panera sucks. Just about everything I have to say. You got anything else? That's about it for me. Um, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Any and all feedback is wanted and desired. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Actually, I have a real quick thing. Real quick, someone told me I wasn't saying my name enough on this podcast for like the people who don't know who I am. My name is Cole. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't ever stated. I'm, my name is Cole Potter. I do this. Hi. <laughs> Maybe I need to add that to the intro. But either way, you guys have a good one. We'll be back on Thursday. I hope everyone has a fantastic evening, and we will see you next time on Mix and Match Radio.